everybody, welcome back to the Lighthouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Thompson. I'm here with David Thomas. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Anna. Hello, Anna. No. <laughs> we got a we got an email from from Anna, who uh, said specifically that when David asks, "How are you all doing?" Oh, how are you all doing? Yeah, she, doesn't, she doesn't like it when she can't reply. There's no one in the room besides me. So we're going to greet Anna now, and she's going to have to respond to us. Yeah, okay. Well, you can go. All right. One, two, three. Hello, Anna. How are you doing today? Thanks, Anna. <laughs> gave, her, gave her room to speak. I'm sure Anna loved that. Um, we also got a really cool email from a guy from New South Wales named Scotty. And... You did send me some some really cool stuff about sort of just really encouraging words, which were really awesome to hear. But you sent us some stuff about gym, which I haven't been to gym in probably two weeks now, Scotty. Yeah. Bit slack. A bit. Just a. I've yeah. There's yeah. I'm a bit slack. And you also said some really cool stuff about SAS and Navy SEALs training. Yeah. And as a church, we've started to really. I don't know, the materials being written as we speak Yeah. for a boot camp we're running next year called Special Ops Boot Camp, which I think will probably be in around August. September. Uh, That's September. September, cool. So each year for the past few years, our Fight Club, Men's Ministry, has run a boot camp. Yeah, which is based on John Eldridge's Wild at Heart. Yeah. And that's like sort of basic training. So you go into basic training, you you learn to become a soldier, you learn to realize, hey, this is the big picture. Special Ops now... That's not for people wanting to learn basics. No. That's for the guys that are already trained, yeah. already sort of discipled, and are raring to go. So it's to set the captives free. Yeah. So, the, so hopefully when, when we've developed this program, it'll be like going into uh, that special ops training where you're already a soldier, Yeah. but now we are specializing you to yeah. become an elite yeah, because there is a difference between a regular infantryman and Absolutely. then the SAS. Like, yeah. they're completely different. Yeah. Um, and that that bit special ops boot camp is going to be open to everyone who's attended our previous boot camps. Because we don't yeah. just want to throw people in the deep end. So, yeah. all that stuff's on our website at www.life-house.net. All the stuff about registering for the first conference boot camp for this year. And keep checking back. This stuff for next year will go up. Yeah, the next year, next year stuff will go up after after this boot camp. After this one's done, yeah. which is in June. So actually, Scotty, if you want to make the drive up to Brisbane, I know it's a 12-hour one, it's nice along the coast. <laughs> um, we've got a boot camp starting in June, so go and check that one out because it's really good stuff. All right, so let's get on to the actual topic for the day. We're going to be talking about our weapons training, our, our, weapons. Weapons, our weapons as a yeah. church, the church weapons, Christians individual weapons i'm assuming yeah, the weapons of God, the weapons that the church uses yeah cool yeah. so that's what we're going to talk about today david take it away all right uh <laughs> what we need to we need to just gather our thoughts a little bit now you know we've gone through four four different chapters um the first chapter we dealt with five factors that you need to consider before you actually go into a battle yes then we looked at uh recruitment and training which is pretty pretty crucial. We you know we we touched on it very lightly. All of the stuff is we we touched on it pretty lightly all the way through. But we try to deep just yeah try take it a little bit deep, but just you know cover the ground. I think especially it's important to know that the deep stuff almost has to do with the person listening. Yeah, the podcast listeners listening, 
have to actually go in and invest time into into meditating on a lot of this stuff because it's easy to go in one ear and out the other with it. Yeah. Uh, then we we looked at the enemy and we looked at our enemy and we and we started to then go into chapter four, which is weapons training. Yep. And this chapter, chapter five, is a continuation of weapons training. So it's our weapons. In chapter four, when we dealt with the enemy weapons, we looked at the purposes of Satan and we used that fist illustration, the five the five fingers of the fist. Uh, he's, he's got one purpose. He's got, uh, his aim is twofold. Then uh, the, the three weapons platforms that we looked at, and we, we, we looked at the weapons platform of... Um, what a weapons platform was, yep, which is a, a system that carries weapons like a fighter jet yep. or, a, or, or a bomber or a, or a ship that carries weapon a weapons platform. Even a rifle can be a weapons platform. Yeah, a grenade launcher, you know, a grenade launcher. Yep. Then we we the the we we looked at his no the three the three areas of target. We looked at his, the weapons platforms and then how he ties it together and comes in and attacks us. Mm-hmm. We haven't actually started looking at what these attacks look like. And now we, as we begin this chapter, we're going to start bringing that in. And as you said, this is where you guys are going to have to go deep yourself. Yeah. This is where you guys are going to really have to start thinking very, very carefully. Because the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. And one of the key bugbears I have is why then... Do we insist on using inferior weapons in the church, which are the enemy weapons? And why then do we continually look at, you know, Christians just struggling? Yeah. And so this is a, this is a starting to get into an exciting point in terms of of my my passion area. Yeah, yeah. I have I have a lot of references. People that have influenced me in my teachings in these areas, um, and if 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 you hear me say something and you think, well, if that person said it, he probably did. <laughs> I'm going to give you two of the, two of the big influences in my air in this area. Cool. Derek Prince has influenced me greatly in, in his teachings in this area, and a chap called Chip Ingram. Yeah, yeah, I've heard Chip uh, Invisible Ingram. Warfare. Really good stuff. Really yeah, really good stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's that's just a little bit of an introduction into into where we're going cool. with this chapter. So what are we gonna? It's exciting for me yeah. knowing you because your passions are end times, yeah. but also you love equipping people. Yeah, that's probably your biggest thing where you love realizing a potential in someone. You sort of just yep. help them blossom and bring it out. Yeah. So this is almost like you're doing <laughs> doing that for every person yeah. listening here today. So what we're going to be looking at now is just we're going to just start throwing around um, a little bit of an introduction here, and then we're going to look at the Ephesians armor list. Cool. From Paul. Oh, cool. And then we are going to look at something that might not be real, people might not connect with spiritual warfare, but the gifts, not the gifts, the the fruit of the fruit Holy of Spirit. Spirit. Yeah, definitely. So we are going to look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit as well because they are are considered them weapons. So. The first question I want to discuss. Good, because I thought you were going to ask me specifically. Of course I'm asking you. <laughs> no, but Bible knowledge. <laughs> what does John 1, 3 say, Ben? Uh, anyway. What is a weapons platform in the church? Or what is a weapons platform in God's kingdom? What is a weapons platform Remember, in the church? Remember, a weapons platform that we identified 
in the enemy weapons platform would be the sort of people operating and bringing forward the rebellion of Korah, yeah, yeah, Balaam, Cain. So people actually representing those kind of things. So would a weapons platform in the church look like the fruits, like what we were just talking about? No, no. Uh, shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That was a yeah, good guess. That was a good guess. Thank you. The wrong guess, but oh, good. Oh, I'm glad you <laughs> set me straight. I just gave you the answer. Did you? My, my, my thing. What was it? Tell me. People representing Cain. Ah. So what is a weapons platform? In the kingdom of people God. People representing Christ. Exactly. Yes. You are a weapons platform. And together, you and I, as the representative of the body of Christ, we are a weapons platform of the church. Yep. Now listen to the scripture. This scripture blows my mind. It's in Ephesians chapter, where is it? Chapter 3, verse 10. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I love that scripture. Yeah, yeah. Just unwrap that a bit for us, because that's that's one where the words kind of mesh all together for me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm saying that you are a weapons platform. Yes. Okay, so Ben Hobson is a weapons platform of... Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, when the enemy comes as a, as, as a weapons platform of the enemy, the camouflage and the system he brings to bear would be sort of Cain, mm-hmm. which we, we, we dealt with, which yep. is a rebellion against the ordained flow of authority of God. Balaam, yep. claiming to have spiritual authority when you don't have spiritual authority. And then Cain, which is... In rebellion, didn't you know, just hatred. Didn't you say Cain first? Which was Korah? Korah. Korah. Korah's the last Rebe- one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting them all mixed up here. <laughs> you're very correct. It's like Cain, <laughs> Balaam, and then... Cain again. Korah. <laughs> Cain is mentioned first. But yeah, anyway. yeah. But now, now here we, we, we look at Paul. Paul's writing to the church, and he says, his intent, God's intent... All right. This is what God had planned to do. And if you jump from that, those two words to verse 11, according to his eternal purpose, this has been God's plan. Eternally. Eternally. Yeah, right. All right. What is it? Wow. That's massive. Yeah. All right. So what is God's plan and what is God's eternal plan, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus? All right. His plan was now through the church. All right. What's the church? Body of Christ. Define it a little bit more. People, everyone who follows and worships Jesus Christ. People, people. who are followers of Jesus. Not you see the church, the body of Christ is not a building. It's not a building. It's not a nationalistic church. It's not a denomination. No. It is an individual who is in a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, standing next to and with another individual who is in that self-same personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Together, that is the bride of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, it's through that body, it's through that body that God is going to manifest His wisdom, His manifold wisdom. His wisdom. His wisdom. The wisdom of God. His wisdom is going to come through and He's going to show His purpose. 
to these angelic realms, to these authorities, to to all this, all this, all these kingdoms. Right. I would say that those would be the enemy kingdoms, the enemy rulers, etc. Because we read about that further on in Ephesians chapter six, when when Paul lays out what we are fighting against. We're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against these authorities, these rulers. Hmm. And so when I look at the body of Christ and when I look at Christians as individuals, number one, not only do I see them as a weapons platform, number two, I actually see them as a weapon. (laughs) Yep. You are probably the most deadly weapon God has because God has intended to reveal his wisdom through you mm. to the enemy kingdom. Yeah, that's, that's cool. how I read that verse of that's scripture. That's really awesome. And that goes back into training and recruitment yeah. where you're talking about God has chosen, God has recruited you for his eternal purpose, like you said. Yeah. That's. Oh. <laughs> I want to live like that every second of the day, you know? Okay, so, you know, we, we did Q&A last week. Week, two weeks week ago. before yeah. I was I was last week I was we we both had a it was a, a public break. holiday like yeah. wasn't no like my Labor Day what day was uh, it I'm still in I'm still on Ireland mode wasn't it Easter Monday yeah yeah oh, we should probably re- remember Easter yeah. Monday <laughs> anyway I am I am a weapons platform in in the Q and A you asked me how how do I live I live as a weapons platform and I live as a weapon continually revealing or trying to reveal God's intended purpose and wisdom to the world. That's what I try and do. Yeah. And 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 so whatever wherever I am I try and be salt. Yep. And because of my relationship with Jesus and because of the weapons I wear and because of the fruit that I carry and because of the gifts that God has given me through the Holy Spirit, I can not only say I am trying to be salt, I am mm. salt. Mm. I am light. I am, I, I carry the taste of Jesus in me. And that taste of Jesus in me is either life or death to people. Yeah. The, fright, the aroma. Yeah, yeah, right, yep. Um, I... I release the sound of heaven. Mm. That's a weapon. I release it. You know, um, the aroma of life and death. Wherever I go, I release that. So you're like this deadly weapon mercenary. Not mercenary, but no, probably no, wrong mercenary, word. Go back to your the, the 300 warriors. Oh, yeah, the warriors. I'm, you're I'm, the Spartan. And you have I, a sword, you have a shield, you have a spear, you have... Your fists, you have all these different things. Everything. Everything. Yeah, you everything. salt, you're light, you have yeah. a lot of, you're equipped. So, so, so when my king turns around and says to me, who are you? Yeah. I'm not going to go and say to him, well, um, I'm, a I'm a teacher. <laughs> I work in a government building. No. I am. Yeah. You can say it really loud yeah. if you want. I might break the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so so when, 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 it comes, when it comes down to actually begin discussing the armor and begin discussing the weapons one of the things that I uh, 
I need you to begin to think about and study about is oftentimes when we think of these things, we think of them in, dare I say, an abstract form. Let me try and explain what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep. All right. When I put the weapons on, oh, in my hand, I have the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's not part of me. I have to pick it up and I have to use it conscientiously. In the morning, so, you, you grab yeah, your sword. Yeah. Yep. Or I have to put my helmet of salvation on. Mm-hmm. Or I have to put my breastplate of righteousness on. It's it's The breastplate and me are not entwined. merged and entwined as one. Yeah, right. But what I want us to start to think about now as we, we go into this um, discussion on our weapons and discussing the fact that you are a weapon as well as a weapons platform representing the spirit of Jesus to the world okay the sword of the spirit is not separate from you right it's not abstract it's not separate from you it mustn't be separate from you because you are a weapon yeah right okay so that's okay that's different yeah, that's yeah, a different, different way of thinking about it yeah yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't walk around in, in, in different situations and different scenarios thinking, oops, what's happening now? I, I, need, I, need, I need a shield of faith. Yeah. That's true. And I don't know why we think when we go to sleep as Christians that we wake up with our armor off. Like, no. I just, because that's the habit I'm in. I tend to put on my armor every morning. And I don't know why I think it falls off when I sleep. <laughs> Forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, 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 we, last night, okay, today is the, to give you a reference point. Yeah, because this will. In this thing, yeah, because this might go on and on. This is the, what's it, 4th of May, 2011? Yes, yes, well done. Right, yesterday we were, we were at another church, um, facilitating the running of the Band of Brothers DVD series by John Eldridge and their Ransomed Heart team to them and we were just at the end we were talking about in one of the small groups we were talking about um, what do I want to be remembered as yeah you know and what me personally my answer to that was there's 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 two aspects to how I want to live my life and so if I had the opportunity one day of when I die and I go to my funeral and I have the opportunity of looking down at my funeral mm-hmm. hopefully there'd be lots and lots of people there yes hopefully all right. But one thing comes to mind. An old Bible college lecturer of mine many years ago said to us, he said, I can't remember who it was that said this, his name, but he said to us, you will never shake every hand in the world. But the hand you do shake make a difference there. Mm. That's one. Number two, when I get to heaven, I want to get to heaven and I think I heard this in one of my mentors. Uh, it's either Brian Houston from Hillsong or it was the guy from Abundant Life or Paul Scanlon from Abundant Life. Or one of these guys mentioned yep. this in one of their sermons that I was listening to. When he gets to heaven, he wants to get to heaven absolutely empty, bumped, scratched, dented, and just like yep. last gasp. <gasps> I'm here. It collapsed over I have line. poured everything out I, you know I don't have one talent buried here yeah <laughs> you know I've got nothing yeah. to give back it's done I've, I've expended everything 
And that's, 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 that's how I'm trying to live my life. Yeah. So when I'm doing spiritual warfare now, um, I don't have, I, I have a lot of casual encounters. I, I'm going, I go to the shop and the shop persistence rude to me or this, that, the other. And they, you know, I've just got to control myself, self-control instead of snapping back. <laughs> the customer's always right kind of thing. Or, you know, you, you've got all of these little encounters going on every single day. And that's like the fog of war, the fog of life coming yeah. in on you, pressing in on the you. The matrix. Or the matrix, we yeah. Just saw in so, what we... Yeah, that is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> David has his... <laughs> David has his laptop up and he has movie scenes as a background thing. And the matrix was just on there, so that's what reminded me. <clears throat> you okay? Yeah. So, so um, excuse me for that. So, where was I? I can't remember. <laughs> fog of war. Fog of war. In- fog of casual life. encounters. Yeah. So when I'm when I when when I'm walking through life, the my 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 level of of awareness is not that I come into a situation, a conflict situation, an ambush situation, and then I've got to start thinking of well, where's my shield of faith? Yeah. Have I done something to lose my shield of righteousness? Have I dropped the, the belt of truth? Or have I still got my feet shod with the gospel? Where, where's my sword? I need my sword, you know? I, I, I have to reach a point where I don't have to think about those things because they're already part of me. I am a weapon and I am a weapons platform. And so... By, by thinking that, 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 so that's number one. That's my first point I want us to think about as we go into discussing the different so aspects this, of what, armor. What you're talking about is almost an attitude shift, a perception absolutely. shift in absolutely. Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely. You know, I don't, yeah, I am a weapon. Yeah. I am a weapon of the kingdom of God. Your, your second thing that, I, that, that, that um, I'm, I'm wanting you to start to think about is battlefield awareness always battlefield awareness the big picture you know what is the big picture what is what 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 is it that i'm here for what is my purpose what is the enemy attack why is the enemy attacking me now what 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 is he after here now yeah and and when i do my warfare when i step out with my powerful weapons which are powerful to the tearing of down of strongholds what am i actually going forward and accomplishing because if you have been following the podcast for a while, you would realize that if we apply the principles of war, we should win every time. Yeah. If we've got the principles, if we've got the moral law, those five principles, we've got them all down. If we apply the weapons which are powerful to the tearing down of strongholds, we should win all the time. All the time. We're invincible. So when I'm going out to actually impact someone's life, the hand that I do shake, the hand that I intentionally go in and reach into and touch, I need to make a difference. And so that's a, that's a concept I want us to start thinking about now. I have these casual encounters, but there are intentional encounters that, 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 that I go into, these intentional campaigns where I go in and I touch someone's life. Isaiah 61, Matthew 28. Every single one of those, I should win. That's very uh that's very different. Yeah. To what we normally think. Yeah. Normally uh, to me, to me when I approach a person who 
isn't saved, a friend that I might have, I almost go in with an attitude of like, it's next to hopeless. If God has to be here, if he doesn't work his miracle, then there's no way this person would ever come to church or come to Christ, you know. I don't know why I do that. I don't know why yeah. I have that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it frustrates me enormously. And doesn't it? Doesn't it sound? Because let me let me come yeah, back yeah, to yeah, that. Because yeah. I want to bring my third point out before I forget it. Okay, cool. Is my is my soapbox? One of my soapbox points is why do we continually use inferior weapons? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. What's with us? Yeah, you know, it's a frustration point. It's like we have the invincibility code, and we don't type it into the computer. We just. We just choose to use the normal thing. We Is that buy. a new movie coming out? No. <laughs> no. I'm sure I saw some of the source code. Source code. Source code. Yeah, right. Let's you not know, deviate. People <laughs> in America, that's been out for ages now. In Australia, it's slow. And I just deviated, so sorry. Get oh, back okay. on topic. All right, going back to your point in, in terms of, okay, we've got this target. All right? This target is someone that's unsaved. Therefore, where is this person situated? All right? Number one, he belongs to the kingdom of Satan. Which is terrifying to think about, but it's true and it's important. Who's his father? The Bible says is his father is the devil. He's in bondage to the kingdom of Satan. He's ruled by his old nature. Yep. And he's got so much against him that it's incredible. And so the enemy tries to defeat us before we go in. Yeah. Right, so he, he, he throws these thoughts at us to say, oh, this is going to be a hard job. Look at all the bondage I've got this person in. Definitely. Oh, it's going to cost you time. Or oh, you don't have the qualifications. Or oh, you're disqualified because you had a bad thought yesterday. <gasps> You're disqualified is a yeah. massive one. That one yeah. gets people all the time. And so, and so we, 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 we walk around with this political correctness, this religious blimmin' rubbish correctness and all of this kind of stuff. And yet... We are a weapons platform. We are a weapon, and the weapons of our warfare are powerful to the tearing down of every stronghold in that person's life. Secondly, Jesus died for that person. Thirdly, God has forgiven that person of all their sins. Fourthly, the Holy Spirit is here to convict that person of sin and bring them into the kingdom of God. Fifthly, you have the moral law on your side. You have the authority of God to go in. And you have the authority of God over all the power of the enemy to go in. Mm -hmm. And so every encounter, theoretically, invincible. You should win. I just... And it sounds so good. It's what I, like, it sounds so good because to me, I go in humble. Hmm, humble. And That's I, fine. You can put a camouflage on that there. Yeah. <laughs> What did Jesus tell his disciples to do when he sent them out? I send you out as sheep, sheep. amongst the wolves. Yeah. What are you? You're a child of the Most High God. You are wearing God's armor itself. Yeah. You have all the authority. You, what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. What you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. No power of the enemy has the power over you. Sin has no authority or hold on your life. Yeah. Jeez. And not to, not to, like what I was saying, not to put anything and dampen it on humility. Humility in itself is such a powerful, powerful weapon, I would even say, wouldn't it? Humility, fear, biblical wise, is the right attitude to have. Fear, humility, religious style, get it out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Get it out. 
when you say, oh, God has to show up for this to work, it sounds good. It sounds like I'm like... Doesn't the Bible say that the Holy Spirit's in you? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> God has to show up. Why do we... I don't know why I think that. God has to show up. He's already there. Yep. He's already everywhere. So, so the, the, those are the three things that I want us to really start to, to get our head around and understand that when we use our weapons, word and deed. You see, the enemy hasn't created anything. All he's done is he's copied and perverted whatever is there. Mm, yeah. So I used, I, I went through him, him first, and now I'm coming to show you the true thing. I'm showing you the real deal now. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you what real armor looks like. I'm showing you how to use the armor, and we're going to talk about um, the different types of weapons that the enemy will come in and try and use, and what that armor will do against that particular weapon. And and and, and the the key concept, and you got to get into your head, get into your spirit, get into your heart. You are a weapons platform. You are a weapon. That's the alignment shift that we need that's, to think about. That's that's the big shift. Yeah. That's the big shift. We are the Wherever, weapon. We don't have to pick up a weapon. No. We don't have to pick up our are. Bibles. We are when weapons. When you walk into a an office, you are salt. You are light. You carry life and death through your mouth, through what comes out of your mouth. You know, living water comes flowing out of your, your, your belly. Your, you, you, you carry the authority of the, of, of the kingdom of God into a, wherever you go. You carry that authority. Now, you don't go walking in belligerently. Yeah. Use some disguise. Use some brains. <laughs> you know? Put a little bit of sheep's clothing <laughs> over that lion. <laughs> so you don't scare the wolves. That's a good analogy. Yeah, Jesus used it. Did he? That's probably why. They didn't use the analogy. He sent, said to them, I'm sending you a sheep, sheep among wolves. And, and, and it's like an attitude that you're going to have. Yeah. You know, and that's probably where the humility comes in. You're not going in there, you know, to, to, to ram a Bible down the person's throat. Bible bashing. No, that's, no. that's, and that's just so ineffective. Go in there and just be Jesus to them. Jesus to them and I think what you're talking about here the, the point is you are Jesus to them you mm. have you carry that with you you don't have to like I was saying you don't have to pick up your sword pick up your shield pick up your bible Yeah, you are a weapon that's very very important and then when we start to realize what the weapons are the word of God breastplate of righteousness mm. you carry the righteousness of Christ are we going Christ to talk about that? In you, yeah. Okay. Uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. What, what, is, what does it actually look like? Yeah. When you walk into a room with Christ in you, the hope of glory. When you walk into the room and the breastplate of righteousness is just there beaming off you in the spirit realm. What, what do you think the enemy sees when he sees you walk into a room? And remember what I said to you. The enemy, well, not, not the enemy, but... Uh, the number one aim of warfare is to win without fighting. Yes. And so you're going to see the first thing we're going to deal with next week is the belt of truth, which is your 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 first piece of armor that you put onto yourself. And the first piece of armor you put onto yourself deals with deception. Yes, it does. Yeah? Yep. And so what is the enemy going to do? He's going to come in and he's going to say to you, oh, you you got no right here. Mm. You're disqualified. Deception, 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 deception. 
you have no power here. I'm controlling this place. I'm controlling this person. This person's under bondage. You're not going to get him free. He belongs to me. She belongs to me. Mm. Belt of truth. He's just like a in poker. He's got his poker face on, <laughs> doesn't he? He's got nothing in his hand. Yeah. Just yeah. Makes it look good and sound good. All right, we'll wrap it up there, Dave. Unless you have anything else no, you want to talk it. about. That's no? it. We're in. We're into the the good stuff next week. Yeah, and I can tell you're a bit excited here, aren't you? You just yeah. Very much so. Cool. Uh, as always, guys, we love to hear your feedback and encouragement. And like uh, Scotty and Anna, we talked about earlier, they were really encouraging in their emails. Which is... bye, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> David really enjoyed that, Anna. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, we love to hear from you guys. We love to hear all that stuff. And we love to hear your stories. If anyone has a story uh, about a personal triumph, we just, we get really, David gets really excited. I get really excited to hear that stuff. So send them all over to www.life-house.net and there's an email link there. Other than that week, other than that week, that's a good sentence. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. That's have a, bit, a good week. That's a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> have a good week, guys. We'll see you soon. Cheerio.